Podcast. Breaking news, the Green Bay Packers fall short to the San Francisco 49ers, 21-24 in the divisional playoff matchup in San Francisco. Green Bay had every chance to win this game. They were winning in the fourth quarter. The stats were on Packers' side. Anders Carlson, we're going to dive into him. We're going to dive into Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur, the whole matchup. We just have so many thoughts. I'm joined by my co-host, KJ. KJ, it's a tough time for Packers fans seeing that. What is your initial reaction, and then I'll give mine. Brother, Packers fans, so sad. So sad. We had this one. We had the Super Bowl run right there for the taking. The path couldn't have been any easier. The turning point in the game, maybe Packers fans will agree with me. Maybe they'll disagree with me. I know I'm going to get some hate for this, but it's just calling it how it is. Aaron Jones, man, he's got to take that to the house. I'm looking at the replay right in front of me to make sure I'm not going off a crazy take. But if you look at this replay, he had an angle to the corner of the end zone, and he could have easily taken that to the house if he's the speed back that speed back should be. And he just didn't. You know, this has happened twice now. This has happened, I believe, two years ago, possibly three years ago. Um, You know, Aaron Jones had like a 60-yard run. He had like a 70-yard run a couple years ago. He went out of bounds, you know, a couple of years ago, didn't make it in the end zone. Packers end up botching the scoring opportunity there, comes back to haunt him in the loss, comes back to haunt him here. You know, obviously, Anders Carlson blows the game. You know, Packers have been winning despite him. He's a different story. I'm sure we'll hop in right away. But the Aaron Jones thing could have just kind of taken all this out of the equation, right? Like, you kind of control your own destiny. And like I said, you know, Packers fans are probably going to be super emotional. They're probably going to be very upset to hear that we're, or at least I'm, you know, talking about Aaron Jones in this way, but that was the the tragic moment when, you know, I my brain's calculating. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was everything. You know, okay, hopefully we get this field goal. Hopefully we tie the game. Anders Carlson does what he does best, blows the field goal, botches the field goal, misses the field goal. And sure enough, you know, 49ers, you kind of see the writing on the wall. They had all three timeouts. They had Kyle Shanahan. They had four down territory. They had a loaded supporting cast. They got in the end zone. Jordan Love, he's an interception. Seen that one before. Seen it before. It's just like the same cycle, man. I mean, the the, the positives, so it's not all, all not all is lost, Packers fans. The positives are, you know, we got a long window, right? Like, we got a cheap team. We're, we're not super, uh, you know, bogged down by a lot of cap albatrosses. We got a brand new young quarterback, played his heart out. Terrible throw at the end, kind of took the Packers out of it. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to blame Jordan Love, man. He's the reason we're all here in the first place. I just keep looking at this Jones replay. The guy just completely slows down. It's terrible. Um, it's frustrating because I love the guy, and you can't really argue with his stats, right? Like, if you look at the box score, Packers fans, you know, just another game of 100-plus yards. But the thing is, every big game, you have to make plays to win. And it was kind of like a garbage run. You know, like like when I say garbage, it was a phenomenal 60-yard run, but a garbage run in the sense where it didn't factor into the outcome. And, like, that's what it comes down to, man. Like, you get the ball in the end zone. You made a comment. Jonathan Taylor would be gone on that. He would have been. And, you know, Anders Carlson blows the field goal. I mean, should probably cut him, frankly. Like, I know the Pack are probably going to roll with this guy because they don't want to hurt his feelings or something. You know, blew our season. Um, and maybe I'm overreacting on that one too, but this is the emergency podcast Packers fan. So if there's some flaming takes in here, uh, it's because we're just like all of you, you know, we just saw the Super Bowl path right in our, in our sights. And then we saw the team just 
box it up, gift wrapped it, put it on the silver platter, and hand it over to Brock Purdy. Of all people, you give it to Brock freaking Purdy, man. I'm pissed. I'm upset. I'm sad. I'm tired. I My heart goes out to all those Packers fans all around the world staying up till 5.30 a.m., you know, 6.30 a.m., you know, destroying their sleep cycle for that ending. It's tragic. Alex, I'm sorry, man. How you doing? I'm, I'm a little just disappointed because there weren't so many plays. There weren't so many mistakes. It was the crucial moments where Green Bay just dropped the ball. I was thinking back to the first half, Cage, when you brought up the Aaron Jones point. And I might get some flack for this, but Matt LaFleur got greedy. We went for mm-hmm. it on a fourth down right there early on. Those three points were kind of, again, that difference from playing like, okay, you're now stressed. You have to manage the clock. You have to worry about your three timeouts and using them on defense. And instead, you could have been at least up seven points. It was the same thing with the Aaron Jones. That run puts the game away. But actually, that field goal, you know, not even taking that short one, trying to go for a fourth and one QB sneak. I remember when that play happened. It was like, oh, turnover on downs. That's okay. No one seemed that upset about it. I was was pissed. Why didn't we take the (laughs) points? Like, how often, how many times is this guy going to have to learn that you can't just, like, Go for it on fourth and one and just, like, play the game like Madden and not have it come back to bite you, bro. It happens every playoffs where he gets a little cute. People are calling him the magic man. No, he's not. After a win or two. It's like, I'm seeing it. You know who's actually, I saw, like, so much I give respect to? Joe Barry. I mean, talk about a guy who transformed a defense into a unit that was really bringing attitude. Played well enough to win the game, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, playing really well containing a lot of deep weapons and making Purdy look pretty bad. He looked awful. Yeah, Purdy looked like, awful out there. That not the guy. Th- that's what, you know, kills this even worse Packers fans. This is like, you know, when your your girl breaks up with you and you see her with, a, with like, an even worse dude afterwards. <laughs> You're like, Brock Purdy? Purdy he is deserved a loser, to beat us. Yeah. He was worse than Jimmy G. He was. And it's dude like, is a fraud. And I can't even believe it because we're sitting here talking about an L when we should be talking about a win and all the great things that we saw. I mean, Keyshawn Nixon, when he needed to make a play, he takes one 70 yards. And Mm-mm. yeah, he almost coughed up the ball, but he literally has that dog in him. You saw it on defense all day with the attitude. Bo Melton. I mean, Christian Watson, goodbye. Bo Melton's got your job, man. Yeah, bro. This guy is the deep threat now. He's bringing in touchdowns in the playoffs. I mean, I was looking at the field near the end of the game cage. You had, like, Reed, Dubs, Melton. At the end of the day, Jordan Love, he's going to need more, like, elite. Yeah tier players like you saw the 49ers they had avengers out there dump it to these guys it wasn't that hard for purdy to move it down the field but it seemed like love was making miraculous play after miraculous play and aaron jones as well and at the end of the day cage they didn't make they just didn't have the great games they had good games but they didn't have the great games to carry them to victory even even like building off your point what's crazy is like it goes right back to the aaron jones thing because it's even the Brock Purdy example. It's not even about the like the having the good games or the great games. It's literally about making the plays in the biggest moments. And like Bur- Purdy, you know, give him credit. I freaking am pissed because it's Purdy, but like he literally made the plays, man. And like you know, Aaron Jones just cannot make the play when the season's on the line. Not only that, bro. A couple a couple other guys you seriously got to watch. Like overrated alert. 
Christian Watson, one catch, 11 yards. Like, dude, you got to show up, man. Serious regression. Serious regression in year two. Rashawn Gary gets paid $100 million. This guy is nowhere to be found. He has zero sacks again. He had like one pressure. It's like, are we paying him $100 million for one pressure? And look, is Rashawn Gary better than like a straw hat out there? The answer is yes, but it's like barely, right? Like, could we pay $100 million for someone to be a little better than that? I certainly think so. It's just tragic. He just didn't because, make a play. He didn't. I mean, not at all. And it, like, you and could argue all, Jonathan Owens made a play. You he know, did. Like, it, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is like Keyshawn. there were many Packers who made plays today, and some of the guys you ex- that you really needed to put us over the hard edge. Tucker Craft game. Man. Guys didn't do it. Tucker Craft I mean, made several plays, touchdown and that crazy line. block in the first. Yeah, exactly. You know, I thought he was out of the game after that block. Two, two I mean, guys who really need to like do some soul search in the off season: Christian Watson and Rashawn Gary. Man, like Anders Carlson, phew, that's a tough one. I, I think. I mean, like, dude, I, I think he's obviously gone. you have to cut the guy, but like, I don't think they're going to. I really don't think the Packers are going to. And here's the other thing, Packers fans. I think Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry are all going to be back. I think everyone's coming back. I think they, they've, whether I agree with it or whether I disagree with it, because, like, right, you know, Joe Barry's defense theoretically played really well. They knocked out Debo Samuel. They made Brock Purdy look awful. You know, they did give up the final drive, but it wasn't because they played a really terrible game. You know, but, like, I think Barry's going to come back. And, like, Matt LaFleur, he's going to come back too. But you said it again, man. He was outcoached by, by Mike Shanahan or excuse me, Kyle Shanahan, the, the the fourth and one in the beginning of the game, at least take the time to set up and execute your play right. It was kind of just like, oh, oh, we're going for it? Oh, okay, okay. You know, it's like, dude, everyone, I saw right before the play was going to happen, I was like, I don't have a good feeling about this because we don't even know, look, we don't even look like we know what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? The 49ers defense looked like they were completely set up way more than our offense looked like they were set up. We didn't make the play there, right? It's theoretically only one yard people are talking about Aaron Jones's big long 50 plus I think it's 53 or 60 yards whatever it ended up being as in like that's a huge play 53 yards made less of an impact than that singular one yard right there so it's like this really comes down to making plays I think that's what the big takeaway of today's game is and look Packers fans without being too harsh we're gonna get better we're a young team right like it would have been too good to be true for us to win the Super Bowl I mean we certainly could have right and what's painful is that there's so many times with this Packers organization whether it's with Rodgers now with Jordan Love who I'm a huge believer in we're giving away his jersey on Monday's pod you know it's it's like we have to learn how to make plays in the biggest moment, right? Like you can't just look at Aaron Jones's box score and say, "Oh, 18 carries, 108 yards." But it's like, man, you could have put the game away yourself as the vet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then at the same time, I'm not gonna just single out Aaron Jones. You got to look at the defense, the guys who could have had the picks. You make those picks, Darnell Savage, Keyshawn Nixon, and Keyshawn Nixon. I love I love Keyshawn Nixon. Right? Like this team wouldn't be the same without him. But, like, either of those plays, like, it all comes down to those singular plays, a one-possession, a three-possession game, whether it's the fourth-down play, the missed field goal play, you know, the, the not taking the timeout by LaFleur early enough in the final drive that caused Jordan Love to rush and try and play hero ball play, you know, the Aaron Jones not getting the end zone play, the dropped interception plays. There's all plays that kind of... And what you're describing, yeah, Cage, man. are not really the plays, bro, but the plays that were not made. It was, the, like... The opportunities, you're right. Because... This is Packers fans for for us all actually 
the first legitimate ball we've seen since Rodgers against the 49ers in the playoffs at this type of top level. This wasn't the Dallas game where you could have like, it seemed like the game was just not as intense. You know, this game was intense every yard. Every game. Every every moment. Absolutely, you know, you had to get it. You had to get those yards. Every third down, every second down, every first down, every penalty. You you saw very few penalties out there. Teams playing pretty clean. Here's some also bullshit. Is that whole uh, fourth and one thing was a bad spot. The rest were spotting the Packers terrible all game. And Cage, I think Shanahan's offense is like a... I don't think it's even legal with all that motion that goes on. There's a lot of false starts that they're not calling. I saw offsides a few of them. type stuff that they're lining up offsides. It's like they're letting this guy have the pass because they're getting dazed by the uh, by the sexiness of the you know the talk of his play calling. I see a lot of you know kind of stuff that goes against the rules. Uh, I don't know. I think they did whatever they could to give the 49ers the win, including you know the Packers not executing it in general but here's something Packers says I just want to throw out in the universe because I know many of you are thinking it is Anders Carlson paid off because I mean he missed the most field goals of anybody in the entire league this year it's like he almost like has to miss one it's almost like it's almost like something is off something is off that was I mean if you're telling me it's his brain that's off and that, and that Matt LaFleur is literally praying. That was the quote Aaron Andrews, I think, used from the sideline. We talked to Matt LaFleur on the sideline about how he feels when Andrew Carlson goes up. He's, quote, praying. It's like if that's your status of your kicker, you should have probably been calling Mason Crosby, bringing him back even with a bum hamstring because you need someone you can actually trust in these games. I mean, Gage – even if they got him a chance, that Anderson Carlson guy looked like he was either completely psyched out or bought off and he was going to miss another one. I don't know, man. It's like you hate to blame it on the kicker, but it is just like you can't really make excuses when it's 41 yards. Well, well you know what I was thinking, man? You're right. Like 100% right. You know, I'm, I'm Packers fans. You're going to have to let us know. I'm throwing out the Anders Carlson snip, snip, and keep tweet. <laughs> it's going out right 3 2 1 now. So just to jump on that, have some fun <laughs> with that. We're curious about the responses. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, you're right, man. Right when Aaron Jones once again didn't make that run. It was like the turning point. Of the, I, saw, I don't know if you had the same thoughts, Alex, but I was like, oh, my gosh, bro. You just get my that. My first and thought. And, and, well, and, hold, hold, but, like, I want to finish this thought, and then I want to hear your thoughts. I was like, okay, well, maybe we can get a field goal worst case, right? Because if he, he gets the first down, right, like 53-yard run, you get the first down. Then it's like, okay, well, may, theoretically, we could still score a touchdown. Everybody knew that we ain't scoring a touchdown there. You know, it just, like, seemed like the Packers weren't mentally ready to score that touchdown. Whatever happened, we fizzled out. You kicked the field goal. I was like, okay, well, then, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, maybe Anders Carlson can get the field goal. We don't, we'd be up seven. You know, all we got to do is, like, potentially go to overtime, you know, right? And it's like, sure enough, he botches the field goal. But even if he made the field goal, the Pack, like, the 49ers would probably drive down the field. The Pack would get into overtime. And then who knows what would happen there again, right? So it's like... Just controlling what you can control, man. I so mean, I someone's got to. points early in the game. Gotta, well, absolutely, but like someone's got to literally sit Aaron Jones down and like watch some freaking film with him and show him how to like get to the corner of the end zone, bro. Like, dude, this has happened multiple times. We got fans writing in actually right now. You know, like it's a very, very controversial take. I get it. Aaron Jones is one of the most beloved players. I love the guy too. You know what I don't love? 
getting prematurely knocked out of the playoffs when you have a path to the Super Bowl. Packers are going to go and face the winner of the Detroit Here. Lions and the Buccaneers. Like, that's what makes this so tragic. You know, it's not like this was like a cheap game and then we go and face the juggernaut 49ers. It's like, no, man, this was it. Here, here's ah. something else I want to talk about, Packers fans, because you know this has kind of been the case since Charles Woodson left, is the Packers have missed that Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality player. And here, here's what I want to say about this, is Kobe was known for, in moments when Shaq was open in these championship games, telling Kobe to pass him the ball, saying, I'm open, Kobe would say, I know, get the get the ball off the rebound if I miss, because Kobe was not going to let the game go into Shaq's hands at the free throw line, regardless if the Shaq thought he was open. Kobe yeah, was you're right, you're right, shots. brother. Kobe's going to get Packers, that in the end zone. And here's the here's the hard truth: is there was also a play where Jordan Love had the first down wide open on the run, wide open on the run. He tries to do a little side sauce pass because you know you're getting so into your your. You're kind of just feeling yourself too much when you should just tuck the ball and get that first <sighs> down. I mean, every there was yard a few of those is that too. important, you're right. Cage. And you're on right. that last play of the game, Aaron Jones, if you're not going to score that touchdown, bro, look around the team. I'm looking at Romeo Dobbs putting the receiving core on his back. I'm looking yeah. at Jordan Love in his first year starting. I'm looking at Tucker Kraft doing whatever he can to keep the TE position relevant. That is your job to be the Mamba there, it Aaron is, Jones. It is, man. And finish that job don't be looking at anyone else don't be looking at anderson carlson anders carlson i think if you were to ask jones he's going to be the one thinking about that the most because it wasn't a speed thing it wasn't a anything thing other than a mental thing he looked back you Dude, saw he always McCaffrey does that earlier crazy if you man. look back you were going to be caught if you yeah. look forward and you're gone i mean it's just one of those things and and so you know, I was hoping that Love on that final drive would be the killer. He would be the true Mamba, but it was too I had a early. Feeling. I had a feeling he was too early. He well, wasn't there yet. And here's the here's the cold hard truth, Packers fans. Right? Can keep in mind. Keep in mind. This is the immediate reaction pod after the team just got knocked out of the playoffs. It's late. 10, 10 15 <laughs> minutes ago. 10, 15, right? Like, you know, we're all feeling, we're all there right there with you. We're gutted right now. We're we're, we're broken right now, but, but we're persevering. We're gonna have the delayed reaction pod. Don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna sleep might on even this. Have a pod tomorrow. We're, we'll probably do another pod. Exactly. But but here's the cold hard truth, man. You know how much you got to spend to get a running back to take it to the house? Like a seventh round pick or less. Christian Watson, bro. Like you, you spend a first round, second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, or seventh round pick, and you could hit on one of these guys, man. And like I love Aaron Jones as much as the next guy. And, like, he's a darn good back, and he's had multiple games of 500, you know, 100 yards in a row. But, like, dude, how can you be a speed back and not take it to the house when you literally have the path right there, man? Look at the replay for yourself, Packers fans. We got it right on Ike Packers. There's a safety over the top. Jones has the angle on him. And there's a guy, like, to the side. Jones has the angle on him. If you just have a little bit of wheels, man, and Madden, this guy's got decent wheels, right? You know, like... Like, clearly speed is speed, but, like, he's a speed back. And, like, what is this guy got, like, 85 speed and, like, 99 acceleration? No. Aaron Jones has speed. But, like, like you said, he hesitates. He goes back. It's like he overthinks it. Dude, just zoom to the Mentally, end zone he, he wasn't and forget he about it. it. It's insane, man, because... It wasn't the Mamba mentality, bro. It, that, it was a lapse. The play. And, and the 49ers... Yeah. 
in my opinion they went in for the kill man. they just went in and they're like look they just opened up the game again they the packers were too young in that moment they they've kind of lacked that leader on defense i want to give them a lot of credit because i saw so much improvement in this player this second half of the season darnell savage has gone from a guy you wondered if he was going to be on the roster to being one of the Packers' best playmakers on defense had a huge interception in the first quarter that would have been in his hands, could have made that pay, play, didn't make it. The, Gage, those are the plays. Those are the game-changing plays. It was in your hands. No one's going to say it wasn't. I mean, like, shout-out to the guy who recovered the Keyshawn Nixon fumble. Mm-hmm. I, was that Eric Wooden, Wilson? Wood, or, like, yeah, whoever it was. Yeah. Like, that was an incredible Superman like dive. He's got one on six. There were six 49ers around him. And I'm like, Oh no, no, no. goes flying, recovers the ball. That's called making a playoff play for your team when your team needs it. And, ah, oh, man, it just, it was there. It was there. This one's that, going to really stink. Packers that's the fans most frustrating. So close. That's the most frustrating thing. Packers fans. It's like, I don't even think like we we lost like we lost this a beat game. Down. Yeah, like the 49ers didn't even win this game. Like we lost this game. And like you honestly have to you know, I've been knocked down in life before. And it's one thing when you're like growing up and you get you think you get knocked down, right? But like when you actually get knocked down in life, like when life like, you know, really hits you hard, you really have to look in the mirror and say, "Look, like no one's going to do this for me. I got to freaking get this done myself." And you know, there comes a time when everyone learns that. And, like, bro, the, these Packers are so young. So, I be, like, the future's bright, right? Like, we're going to go back to that. The future's bright. But, like, Aaron Jones, man, I mean, I, I don't know you what to keep say, going bro. Back to Aaron Jones. I don't even know what to say, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's like the vets, right? Like, like the, even if the young guys don't understand it, which I get, the vets have got to, like, understand you've got to make the plays when you have to make the plays. And it's it's hard. Like you can't just single out one guy. Like you know, there was the early call. It's going to be the Jordan development yeah. that eventually does that for the Packers. And and I believe maybe we've seen the receiver that's going to be the number one option down deep. We've known who the number one receiver is on this team before the season started. You know, we could hype up Watson. We could hype up Watson. Just we could hype up Reed though. during the season. Just Watson's overrated. Reed's he's a rookie. It's always been dubs. He's walked into this arena as a guy and just kind of taken that job as reliable. And Gage, it's like those are the guys that unfortunately we're going to have to see maybe a year or two more in development in this roster because Lafleur also has lacked that closer's ability. I mean, he's going to kind of scapegoat this, but it's like, bro, you were up. You're now the one on the 39 in that stat when they were 0-39 and 39 on comebacks. That is you, Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Mike or Shanahan owns you again. He owns you. That's what I would say to him, and he'd be probably pretty pissed off at me, but he owns you. He like, does. Like, you have never once beat this guy. You've, you've given him a good run. You're like that guy who can, like, be competitive, so he likes playing against you. Yeah, <laughs> he's like nice. little bro in the driveway. But he, but like... he always beats you in the driveway. He, he, he's bro, a, you know, I'm, I'm going to put out the Matt LaFleur tweet. <laughs> Vegas fans, as, as we speak, I'm, I'm getting the Matt LaFleur tweet ready. So it's about to come in, in about 10 seconds here. But it's oh, like, man. I'll just keep keep going because I want to shout out to some players that I saw really also make tremendous efforts. Colby Wooden 
getting his hand up, making a huge block. That's impacting the game on a field goal attempt. Kenny Clark, also his his role tonight, just like tackling Christian McCaffrey. In these big games, there's only so many guys who can tackle these juggernaut type Avenger players like a Kelsey or Kelsey, like a you know, McCaffrey, like Debo Samuel. Packers got bailed out that Debo Samuel seemed to also be paid off and take like a slight knock to the shoulder and not play the rest of the game. I was shocked that he was on the sideline cage. Like if I was a Niners fan, I would be probably going off on Debo Samuel for not playing for a good chunk of the game. And, and now they're looking Bro, that was a maybe gift. for rest him, but that was a gift. That from was the a heavens. gift from the man upstairs. The fact that Debo Samuel, the most one of the top most dangerous weapons in the NFL, says, you know, <laughs> one play is enough for me. I, I think I think one or two plays is good for me. You know, someone gave me a cool ten million dollars under the table if I just get a cramp and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't really feel like getting battered and bruised this week. I think we're going to win this regardless, and uh, I'm going to suit up next week, but I'm $10 million richer. You know, it's like that's kind of the gift the Packers got here, and, and we'll see. I just threw out the Lafleur tweet. Packers fans are probably going to come at us with the heaters. <laughs> you know, like, like Packers fans. Every time sometimes we throw out some of these tweets, it's like we get it all. We get the We get the rational takes. We get the emotional takes. We get the absolute flaming takes. We get a lot of anger directed at us sometimes for asking the hard questions, right? Because you, like, look, Anders Carlson probably should be snip snipped. Oh, he has but, to, man. But, but, but at the he same time, the guy. no, he's not. But at the same time, it's like, dude, these, like, you dissect the film, right? Like, they always say, go back to the film, go back to the film. And, and this is usually LaFleur saying this, bro, you got to go back to the film and realize. The times when you messed up too, you know, like I know Jordan Love's going to say, hey, I should have made those that quick jump throw to, to to the tight end in the, you know, couple yards in that one play. Um, no, it was, well, it was, it was, it was mistakes all around. Here's something but, much more important. Yeah. Yeah, I brought it up it. on the pod earlier in the season, a quote from Bill Belichick about why he spends so much focus on his kickers and punters and actually always takes a designated snapper is because those three guys – if you don't, if you don't, you know, pay attention, you're gonna fuck around and find out with those three guys. Cage and the Packers now twice in a row against the 49ers had a blocked punt return for a touchdown and then a botched kick that would have won them that game. At some point, you have to look in the mirror and just ask yourself, are these guys good enough? And when I look at Carlson, it's a pretty easy answer. You're committed to him the long term based on what? Like, what is he showing yeah. you that he can miss extra points? He's completely unreliable that you're praying that he makes a field goal? That's no kicker that you should be committed to in the future, in my book. I'm on well, the snip, well, snip and, train, and, Packers fans. You let us know where you stand. Yeah, man. I mean, Andrews Carlson, at. you're right. Like, this isn't Mason Crosby that we've been rocking with for, like, 12 years. And, you know, it's like you, you need him to, like... He's not in a funk. You yeah, know, he's like, not in a funk here. This guy just doesn't really have what it takes, right? Like, it's almost like the running back thing. You know, spend a third, fourth round pick and get someone who can actually do their think, one job. You know, I think it's the end. You know, we really missed a backup RB. Dylan wasn't there in the, you know, the clutch. And I think that's going to hurt his chances of being re-signed, right? It's like we had we had no backup RB. I mean, we were lucky to get some yards out of Emmanuel Wilson, but it's like, I mean, shout out to the 49ers backup well, players. They actually were making plays out there. 
Like that Jennings guy had a couple of big catches filling in for Debo Samuel. And that really was grinding my gears. Well, and you make a great point, man, bringing up A.J. Dillon, because we'll get into this in future pods for sure. I don't probably ad nauseum, but the Packers cannot afford to, to like play buddy-buddy here. Because if you play buddy-buddy, you'll be a divisional playoff team. And if you actually go in and do what it takes to become a champion, you can w- win a championship. And you saw it at the end of Rodgers' career. He played buddy-buddy. You know, he wanted his guys. He wanted Mercedes Lewis. He wanted Cobb. He wanted Lazard. He wanted Bach. He, he locked on to Devante. Talk about and, a joke, and, and we, Bakhtiari. We, we were good enough to make the playoffs, right? But, like, if we bring back A.J. Dillon, which which I really I really love the guy, and he's a, he's a pretty, you know, I can't really say he's a great player, right? But, like, we've got to get guys who can hit home runs. We've got to get guys who can be available and accountable and, like, just get the job done because the, the whole lesson of this game, Packers fans, I think the big takeaway is like Aaron Jones, once again, had the stats, didn't make the play. You know, like you got to make the plays. The, the the defense, it's not just Aaron Jones. I'm not singling him out. Anders Carlson, the two guys on defense, Savage and Keyshawn with the picks. Keyshawn Nixon is probably the best example because he made the incredible kick return that set up a score for us. But at the same time, if he would have gotten his interception, it would have sealed victory as well. So it's like, you know, every single one of these plays is so critical. It even overshadows whatever's in the box score. And I think that's going to be a hard thing for Packers fans to like grasp. It's a hard thing for anyone to grasp, right? Like I love Aaron Jones too, man. He's such a likable guy, but like, bro, this ain't the first time the guy's made a boneheaded decision in the playoffs. It's literally cost us elimination. And here, here's also, you know, Besides that is the overall firepower on the Packers offense looked a little less significant against this 49ers defense, right? Like against the Cowboys, it was like Don Tavian Wicks is having a field day. You know, it was a pretty straw defense. That was a faux defense that we saw in Dallas. This defense was extremely legit. You could just see it, right, based on like the fierceness of it. And the Packers did pretty well. They did really good managing it. But I got to also say, Cage, Love th- made two boneheaded interceptions. They were both yeah, boneheaded. And were. those two mistakes, that put the dagger in the Packers. Like, you know, it's like when you're trying to do make a comeback, like, against a 49ers team as a seven seed, one interception, you might be able to win that game. With the two... Ah, it's going to be almost impossible when you're throwing two picks. You're not making those other plays. You got a missed field goal. You're leaving points on the board, turnover on downs. Those mistakes across the board add up to a collective loss. As much as we want to say, like the Packers deserve to win that game, they probably made, you know, they probably left more to be desired than the Niners. And that's what the man. difference today, Cage. Like, you know, the you could say Purdy played like trash, which, you know, he didn't play great, but. I don't he think outplayed he turned, love, did, brother. Did he turn it over? I don't think he no, did. No, he didn't. Like, and like, that's to be honest. Like, the eye test was rough on Purdy, but he didn't make the amount of mistakes. And uh, he made the plays in the clutch, which is crazy. But, I mean, we're going to have to give him some respect. But that just hurts because you know he wasn't the better guy. Bro, it, it's it's tough because he didn't – he's not really – like, he should have had two picks. You know, he probably should have fumbled. Like, <sighs> I mean, we're Sean Gary, man. You think about like, <laughs> dude is a freaking ghost out there. Like, like he he is almost like he learned from Bach. Like, I wonder if him and Bach Jarius spent some time together. Where Bach's like, here's what you do, Rashawn. <laughs> 
you get you get as close as you can to a hundred million from the pack, right? You know, you, you become a fan favorite. You, you play yeah, a one position. You get as close as you league. can to hundred million. in his own league, and then you don't show up anymore. And it's like, dude, I don't want this to happen. But this well, is kind of what's happening, man. Him, you know, I was thinking about it mid game, but I refrained from firing it off. But in the duress of you know the Chase Young Bosa onslaught on Jordan Love, our quarterback you know i had a flashback thought to david bakhtiari and i was like what a joke he's been talking all season it's like dude you weren't out there at all you're done you know like david bakhtiari not not ideal man you know that that's another positive for the off season is you know we we got an opportunity to, to cut this guy and get like 16 million in cap space i mean we'll, we'll get you the exact numbers in, in come upcoming weeks packers fans but like Alex made a great point. You know, the, the the most money we're pouring into these guys, and and I'm talking specifically Rashawn Gary and specifically David Bakhtiari, gave us literally like nothing. You know, like and people are gonna they're gonna die on the Rashawn Gary Hill. Like he gave us a pressure. We're talking about a singular pressure for for someone who's got a hundred million dollar contract. You've got what about a, a stat they used to not even track. <laughs> exactly. Like and, and I was talking to someone. It's like if this is the Reggie White era. Rashawn wouldn't make any money because you have to you had to get sacks in that era because you actually had to like make the play frankly you know like it all comes back to this this theme of this show making the plays and yeah, man it's just uh we, we not got enough our plays up, made Packers, man Packers good, fans good, and good arrows pointing coming, upwards yeah this this franchise has so much potential the arrows pointing uh, upwards because you got back. a court you got a quarterback what was the big question of this season Jordan Love, is he the guy? And that is a flamboyant yes. So Alex, talk course, your mic a little closer, man. Hold your mic in front of your face. But but yeah, like Jordan Love bro, is, um, is, you know, he's a lock. Jordan Love's a lock. He's a lock for the future. And the Packers are going to be back here again. Um, I think that's the main takeaway is we're going to be back. And... We've got a window, right? Like Jordan Love is he's mid twenties. You know, we probably have ten, twelve, potentially even fifteen years of a window here. But but here we are. We lost. Um, we gave away one of these one of these years. And and it's like it, it seems like okay, he's so young, and this team is so young. We have forever. But truly, you only get so many opportunities. And uh, you know, I think like what this do you is have? One of those that's gone wayside. It's one of those that you've kind of just like, you know. This is you know what this is. It's almost like when you when you when you when you order a plate of food as like the waiter or something, and you're like about to put it on the table and it like spills all over onto the floor. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you're that close to getting your meal. Make your tacos. You you make all yeah. your tacos and then you're you're walking over and what flies off the plate all over the floor. Everything goes everywhere. Yeah. Your or coffee. you get your. Yeah, you get your ice cream cone and it like flops on the floor. You get your coffee, you spill it all over your shirt. Like that's kind of like this year. Um, you know, and it's young, right? So, so the arrow is optimistic. The the theme is let's be optimistic, but like you got to call it how it is. You really only get so many of these chances. My heart goes out to Packers fans. I mean, Alex, do you have like a message you'd like to just deliver to Packers fans right now? Packers Nation is the sleeping giant. What I've seen the last few weeks is a team that once it's 
actually shown its camaraderie, once it shows that it's actually playing competitive ball, not making dumb mistakes, it's got its quarterback of the future, the Packers fans came out yeah. of everywhere and like, this is the team I'm going to support. This is the team I've been telling you to play like all season. We can't forget that it was such an up and down kind of train rack in the first half. And we can't give Matt LaFleur another pass on that because he kind of turns it around in the second half of the season, but then falls short on his face again. So, Maybe that's a little harsh, Packers fans, but here's my final message is that, you know, the the Packers fans nation is absolutely monstrous. Ike Packers was charting top 10 in all sorts of countries, Japan, Norway, Ecuador, you, 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 you name it, Cage, and... It just shows to me that this is one of the special fan bases that can't be replicated elsewhere. We've grown something super special here together, and we really appreciate everybody. We are giving away that Jordan Love jersey on Monday. That gives you two days to get your entry in. You're going to want that jersey, so make sure you enter that. That's a silver lining in there. What's yeah, your yeah, Packers Nation, You know, we wouldn't be here without any of you, and you are just tremendous. Like The passion you've displayed, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, we feel it, we see it, you know, you are a nation, you're all part of this incredible fan base, this incredible community. We're just getting started, right? Like we got a long runway. We're just getting started. Immediate reaction pod. Everyone's hot right now. Everyone's upset. Everyone's emotional, but guess what? The takeaway is it means you care. You know, we got a lot of big questions. It's good to just get some of this emotion now. It's good to kind of like allow this to process a little bit. We'll be back. You know, we'll be back on the pod. We'll be back on Twitter. We'll be back on X. Make sure to follow us there. Make sure to send us that DM for that Jordan Love jersey. Uh, you know, it, it hurts right now. They may have won the battle, but I have a feeling.